0: Welcome to the Film Look Podcast, where we try and achieve it one shot at a time. I'm one half of the Film Look, Robert Carr. We're also joined by the other half of the Film Look, Richard Scott. That's me. And then we're also joined by the official, unofficial third member of the Film Look, Christian Foreman. That's me. How's everyone? All right. Doing
1: well, but I could do with a fun fact. Do you want a fun fact? <laughs> yes, oh, do you please. want to go straight
0: into it? Well, um, have you seen the film... <laughs> the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> no, have you seen the film Shaun of the Dead? Yes. I don't know why I asked these questions, because I know you have. <laughs> um... At the start of Shaun of the Dead, Ed, um, who is um, Simon Pegg's character, um, no, Nick Frox's character, they're playing a PlayStation game and Shaun directs him, um, like, what to do when he's on the game, you know, like a backseat driver's like, oh, shoot him, shoot him. Yeah. Um, And when in the pub scene later on, when the zombies have all attacked, um, when the other way around, the other one's giving them the same exact directions... All right. Later on to That's shoot cool. the zombies. All right. So it's the same dialogue, just from the other person. Um, And do you, the the player, like a PlayStation game at the beginning and at the end. Did you know what
1: PlayStation <gasps> game that was? Time Splitters
0: 2. Time Splitters 2. Well you done. I love Time Splitters 2. Point of Richard. Zombie Top 10. Um, is
1: it? Top 10 video games of all time. The, re- the
2: reason it's so good is because it was such a good multiplayer game. Yeah.
1: yeah. You can I'll build find, maps find, on it. You'd hate a, it, Rob because I've it's never, the same people who make Goldeneye. it?
0: Find yeah. the flag. I've never played Time Splitters, yeah. so.
1: This is probably the, one. the single player is really good and The multiplayer is good as well Yeah But um, you wouldn't like it It feels like Goldeneye
0: Alright um, Yeah I hate Goldeneye by the way um, and you, this must be the, the,
2: you must be the only person That hates Goldeneye
0: <laughs> No um, This there's someone else
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's him in the yeah we are yeah, we're, 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 on- we're, we're, group.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> protest against it all of the time um right this this podcast is not about games it's about films. so christian let us know what we're doing on this week's podcast coming
2: up on this week's podcast we have news and views where we'll be discussing dunkirk and the snowball effect how f-stoppers pirated their own photography course and the new apple airpod commercial directed by spike jones and you haven't seen that we'll be figuring out how the terminal achieved the film look this week by dissecting its filmmaking properties and later on, we'll be answering your questions you've sent to us. And this week, we'll be talking about how we keep and manage ideas for projects. And throughout the project, throughout the project, throughout the podcast, <laughs> Robin Rich will be competing in a filmmaking trivia challenge. If you want to send us any questions, topics, or comments, you can find us on Twitter at the Film Look. And if you're listening to the podcast via iTunes, please go and give us a rating over there. And if you didn't know, we have a YouTube channel called the Film Look, where videos are uploaded every Tuesday and Sunday about all things filmmaking. You can find behind-the-scenes content, or BTS, if you're
0: a cool I think, kid I, I think you've
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> over on Facebook I think, and I think Instagram. he just retired
0: <laughs> I mean the, it's a big monologue to, to kind of say this that this is boring is. as well
1: oh, <laughs> just well you can to... jazz you can jazz it up you if, you like. it if you like you can if you like put some jingles in there if you really want to Christian actually if anyone wants to watch some BTS uh, the latest Sunday episode coming out this Sunday me and Rob just went today to the location of the newest short film The Asylum Groove and we explain a little bit about uh lighting just the first shot process isn't it yeah i you say putting on the next bts production design yeah
0: cool cool check out all those things out rob get us started news and views na, na, na. news and views na, na, na. uh this week we don't actually have any news cuz the awards about camera- the oscars that's news yeah i suppose um, shape of water one there, there you go <laughs> that's all you need to know <laughs> um, actually um but in views we're going to talk about one of the um, nominated films and one of the films that won um quite a lot of awards in the sound categories Dunkirk um so the the YouTube channel uh, This Guy Edits it's actually a really good YouTube channel um, Wigged channel yeah. he breaks down films but in in terms of editing which is something no one else does I think um it's kind of normally the story and the structure but he looks at the edit and how it's all put together and in this one he actually um he talks about Dunkirk and if you've seen it it's it's there's three kind of stories going on at the same time in that film um and what he says it's there's a snowball effect within Dunkirk and Christopher Nolan describes this as, you know, he's got three different timelines and each timeline, um is at its highest peak, and then when it cuts to the next one, that one's rising, and then when it gets cuts to the next one, that one's just starting. And we spoke about this very similar thing within music that Hans Zimmer does, and it's called... Shepherd's Tone. Shepherd's Tone, I I kind of just forgot that there. And they do that within Dunkirk as well. That, within the actual visuals of Dunkirk and the editing. um, And he goes into detail... He's clever, that guy, isn't he? Yeah. And it's probably where he got the idea for the structure for Dunkirk, um, and it's very effective within this. Um, so this the guy kind of talks about the snowball effect, and this this the tension is always rising, and then it cuts to the next one, and then that one rises, and it cuts to the next timeline. That one might just be starting, but it's rising again, and yeah. it cuts to the next one. So the tensions always rising, and I really like Dunkirk. Um, I've only seen it once, so I kind of need to go back and analyze it next time like this guy's done but it's a really good video from him um and he he, he breaks down films like this all the time so if you want to go and check it out all these links will be in the show notes below it's that this this guy edits is that his name this guy edits yeah what's great
1: about his videos it's it's not so much like tutorials on like this is how to use these tools in premiere it's like going into like the real the creative side of that creative side of editing yeah and the snowball effect being a mint Mint part. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and that's just Dunkirk and that is just Nolan kind of all over, isn't did
1: it? Did Dunkirk win the Oscar for editing?
0: Yeah, it won
2: Best Sound Editing, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, sound right. Mixing. Right, yeah. yeah. And then it won another one for sound. Yeah, I think it won the Best Editing as well. It did, okay. yeah. Um, as far as I know, it did win a lot of the technical side, Yeah, yeah. Um, rather than the kind of like uh, original screenplay yeah, and, yeah. and and um, kind of Best Picture. And to be honest, maybe it should have won Best Picture. Yeah. Get Out won one Best Original it, Screenplay. Which is really good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still don't think that's as good as I know. what people think it is. Um, you were slating it back on the podcast. Yeah, I was. Um, and egg, I th- egg on your face now. Get out. No, that egg off. <laughs> <Brody>. <laughs> no I, st- I stand by my words. I really do. I don't think
1: See, it. He doesn't like Get Out. doesn't like Golden Eye. <laughs> I think it's
0: right. With Get Out, um, I think it's, it's deserved of Best Original Screenplay because it right. is very original. But I didn't like the screenplay. <laughs> <I didn't. laughs> Average original screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to know my thoughts on Get Out, there's a podcast episode all about that. Um, so the next video on uh, news is from F-Stoppers, where if you're not familiar with this uh, YouTube channel as well, they put together kind of high-end photography tutorial videos. But what they also do, uh, and video tutorials as well, but what they do is um, they create guides, which they sell. So um, some of the most popular ones of photography uh, photographing the world and these these guides um they sell them for $300 but it's like 15 hours worth of content yeah. you know I've never watched one myself but from what I've seen of them they look like high quality super in depth yeah super in depth about shooting around the world and when they put one of these courses out um unfortunately a couple of days later uh it'll show up on like a torrent site so people can download it for free and they kind of got a little bit sick of this because they put a lot of money and a lot of work into these and then someone buys it and then torrents it for people for free. So yeah. Someone buys it for $300 and then torrents it. So what they did was um, they've got the third um, series of Photograph in the World coming out. So they kind of put in a little bit of a, um, a fake guide out. So they went around and uh, filmed... What was it, the store? Uh, it was a... Um it's like a... Ah, Olive Garden. Olive Garden, which is, um, <laughs> as far as I know, it's like a food... Um, it's a restaurant, restaurant. America, Yeah, it's yeah. a restaurant in America. And they went around and how to film in an Olive Garden. Like, they take photographs <laughs> in an Olive Garden, and it's a complete Mickey take of, like how well they do videos but shooting in like shooting, shooting like, the bins. Rubbish condition, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what they did was they put this video together and said it was photographing the world and... Um, they it, uploaded it, yeah, did they? Yeah, they? they uploaded their own torrent, got some friends to kind of like comment and upvote it um, yeah. as far as... Give they it reviews the and stuff. And people actually downloaded this thing and it was the legit thing um and what what happened was um from these people downloading it and think it was a legitimate thing and then realizing this is not right this is like them taking the mick the the contact of them saying Oh, your new kind of series is not very Isn't good, not very good yeah. yeah um the quality's gone down i can't believe you've done this you know they're normally much better but those people that contacted them, they know they torrented it because it wasn't available anywhere else. <laughs> so it's kind of... And then
1: they're called the CIA and they uh, got swatted them, them.
0: Swatted them down. I mean, it's, I think it's It's a bit of a middle finger to those people who do torrent uh, this. And there is a good point at the end of like, just because we're small, just because you know, um, a, a movie company is so big, it doesn't warrant, it doesn't justify why you should just download a film because that's oh, not going to affect the big company. But that, that comes from you know if you don't do that then you're not gonna buy things from the little companies as well you are just going to torrent everything and people do put a lot of hard work and time and money into these it doesn't matter how big the company is so it's kind of a bit of a moral of the story isn't it that video it's really funny though so uh, go and check that out that's from F-Stobbers. uh last video is just kind of a fun one the uh, apple's got a new advert out um for the, their home pod um and i wouldn't normally mention this but it's it's just really good, this advert. It's it's quite an original concept. It's from Spike Jones as well. Um and the visuals are just they're a little bit mind blowing but in a simple way. Like it's, it's the production values are so good. It's um, wicked, isn't it? So if you get a chance to watch it, go watch the HomePod um Apple advert. I and I hope they do like a, a breakdown on a behind the scenes of that, because yeah. it's this it's 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 very it's done very well and there's a mixture of probably practical and visual effects. Yeah. But I think the line, you just can't really tell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really good. It's just an advert. Um, so go check it out. And that was the end of News, News and, and Views. views. Na, na, na. News
1: and Views. Na, na, na.
2: Trivia time. Season four. Great. Oh, this yeah. is my Season... favourite part of the podcast. <laughs> Season four. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been three seasons so far. I'm, I'm really hungry. And uh, and,
1: uh, and all three, Richard has creamed Rob. Oh, well, no. Rob has always got to four points before I've gained more than one. And then I've always caught up and then just happened
0: again. So what's going to happen, I'm going to lose these next four on purpose yeah. and then bring them back. Good, apparently good tactic.
2: Yeah. Right, so this week we're going to play uh, One Star Boulevard.
1: Okay. We what played that a
2: few weeks ago, so I'm just going to read you one-star reviews oh, from yes. Amazon about films. And you just have to tell me what the film is. Very cool. simple. It's going to be a quick, quick quiz this week because I want to get on to talking about the film. Cool. So can you identify these movies based on the Amazon review? First one. One star. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fan of looking up that chick's nose. Not at all. Blair Witch Project. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: That was a Blair Witch Project. Not seen it. Really? You haven't seen that? You haven't no, seen that? No. Oh, it is good, that. I'm not even... scary. Because... <laughs> uh, th- uh, they did a thing on the marketing material where they said that was a real story. It was the first yeah, time they did Yeah, at no this. point did they ever say... They didn't break that. It was fake. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh I they did. They've yeah. done that since, I think, but that was the first time. Yeah. Next one. One star. I didn't like how this snowman kept falling apart.
0: The snowman? No. Nope. Frozen. Frozen. Oh, <gasps> uh, yes. <gasps> not seen it.
1: You <laughs> haven't, haven't seen, seen that?
0: that? No, nah, I'm not going to
1: either. <laughs> Frozen's really Frozen, good. I Apparently watched Tangled's better. I watched Tangled it. is much better than Frozen. Just saying. I watched Frozen. Again. Have you seen Tangled? No. <laughs> I watched. Oh, you haven't seen that. <laughs>
2: right. I watched Frozen last week for the second time because it was snowing, snow day, and it seemed like a, a fit not by myself with my girlfriend. Oh, no. <laughs> no, like, just
1: <laughs> did you know Frozen came out in July in the cinema?
2: I did, but I didn't get. It didn't uh, get. Popular until like six months after, didn't it? Yeah, because the, the it was brought slow, it out, it was a slow burner,
1: brought it out on Blu ray and DVD that Christmas. Yeah,
0: I suppose that's a decent marketing, but just bring it out at Christmas. Like, I've not seen this, so I don't know what's about. I'm just right, let's
2: hopefully you've seen this next film. You know, right. Uh next one is one star in the movie, not anywhere was there swans. Back Black Swan. Swan, yes, you both, both got it there. Both got that, that was 3 1. Have you seen that? No, I have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Really good. It's weird. It is, but it's to the extreme. It goes to the extreme. Which I, I, I watched like it
2: once, and I remember it just being weird. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah.
0: I should yeah. watch it again. It was at the cinema. Yeah. Uh, that's
2: it. For round one. Cool. So as simple as that. So Let's what's the score? Three one. Three one. Moving on to this week. You haven't seen that. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. And we're going to be talking about the terminal. The Terminal is a 2004 American comedy drama film directed by Steven Spielberg and starring Tom Hanks and Catherine Zeta-Jones. It's a film about an Eastern European man who becomes stuck in New York's JFK airport uh, in a terminal where he's denied entry into the United States and at the same time can't return to his native country of Krakowja because of a military coup.
0: Nice, Krakowja.
2: Uh, I, me and Rob have never seen this before. That's no. the that's the plot, yep. by the way. Um, I think it it didn't really do particularly well when it came out. No, you know, it didn't really get Comparatively any... with the, you know it's with Spielberg and Tom Hanks in the in the, you know in the posters it didn't. Yeah. Relatively speaking, Power it couple. wasn't great. Yeah. But we can talk about that in a bit. Uh, me and Rob have never seen this before. Nope, not seen it. What did you think? Rob.
0: Um, I liked it until about eighty percent of the way. Okay, um, which we'll get into. Uh, just and it's kind of you go into this film known as Tom Hanks and Spielberg, and afterwards I was like, ah, did I actually like this? And I know I should. I think I think I I should like it more than I do. Yeah. But yeah. How did you like it? Rich, well, I'm going to ask Chris first. Rich, (laughs) you you, um, suggested this. I suggested this yesterday. I've seen it a
1: couple of times before watching it a couple of days ago. Okay. And obviously watching it the other day, this is the first time I critically analyzed this film. Yep. I'm really disappointed in this film. All right, I'll tell you what I really like about it. All of the blocking. Spielberg does a a perfect Mm. job. Yeah. I think. Tom Hanks. Great, Catherine Zeta-Jones.
0: Oh, she's the worst. (laughs) Bloody hell!
1: She's awful. And I I agree with you, Rob. Eighty percent of the way through, it was it was decent. The last twenty percent, I felt like it fell apart. Uh, I wonder if we have the same opinion, yeah. Right. K
2: Dog. I think this is the worst film we've watched on the podcast oh, no. without a no doubt. Way. Okay. This is I really. I feel
1: like this is revenge for 2001. <laughs>
2: <as of> <laughs> oh, this is this is worse than 2001. I was thinking the the the, uh, the characters were cartoonish, the subplots were pointless. Um, Catherine J. jones was terrible. Oh, Not the the necessarily worst. her acting, just had the character the, the, the characters <laughs> she had to work with. Um, it's full of grand moments that aren't earned. Yeah, uh,
1: like it's just—it's almost melodramatic. This yeah. film, isn't
2: it? And I was—I go- would go as far as to say that every single scene and every single character I have a problem with. I'm like fully against this film. Wow, and I'm going to be slitting it through the whole thing. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <Okay>. god! <laughs> I think the best scenes were the opening credits, not the, the opening, <laughs> with, the, uh, <laughs> with the and the end credits were amazing. Everything else in between, just okay. You can skip, but the open <laughs> the opening scenes where the the cameras on the the board. You know, uh, where yeah, it's uh, it's showing the planes coming in and out and yeah. the times and things. That was amazing. And then the, the end credits with the signatures. Oh, well done Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
0: okay. But when okay. the credits
2: is the best part of the film, I would say skip it. Yeah, okay, nice. <laughs> okay, strong opinions there. Um, Should we talk about the story which is the thing I have most problem with the technical side of things is obviously brilliant because it's Spielberg but it's the story and the characters well, that I don't like the
0: thing, thing is I, I kind of like the whole the, the concept that he can't go home and he, he's stuck here um, that's I, I think that's a, it's, it's I suppose it's original yeah no it, the concept you know the concept is original, really interesting and but I think the way the the execution of it is done is because the bad guy um who who's the, in charge of the um uh, what's he called? Yeah, um, so uh,
2: the the actor is Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Um and
0: he plays Frank Dixon. Frank Frank Dixon. The it's I think it's it's all a problem with him because he is trying to get rid of um Tom Hanks' character and it's just like, Well, why don't you just help him because you're going for promotion that. and if you're showing that you're helping someone who's in literally he's got no home, he's got no country, he can't go anywhere, you just show you're helping him. That's gonna make you yeah, look the, good. That's my problem with that character
2: is he had no motive. We had no idea who he was. No? At one and scene, he was like all for Tom Hanks. And when he starts, when he decides to start hating Tom Hanks, why? There's yeah. no reason for him and, to start disliking him and not helping him get out. And then Tom uh, Hanks did nothing to him.
1: Yeah, and then they did the have end, a clue to that. Towards what? the end, they said that he was playing it by the book too much, and the other guy was like. You need to have a bit of empathy. But yeah, but, this it's but, a very poor character because he's not but, enough of a bad guy to appreciate thing, him right? as, a, so as you, a hateful dude. You could have
2: either went two ways. You should have went... So the first way is he's this personification of the man, right? He plays by the rule book and there's no... There's, he doesn't even... Um, yeah, he doesn't want to help Tom Hanks at all because it's not part of the rules. Yeah. Or And you go fully that, that character. He's a knobhead, right? <laughs> and the other character is that he's trying to get Tom Hanks out of there and he's trying to find loopholes and all of that and instead they go in between these things yep. and it yeah. ends up being, he non- being himself, none of those doesn't he? things
0: he contradicts himself at the end so when yeah. the, the sergeant like the the top police officer kind of lets him go and then and then he does that little it, smirk it just goes alright you're like, not going to get in any problem I'm not that bothered that you let him go kind yeah, of yeah even
1: though throughout the whole thing he was super yeah. harsh about the whole
0: yeah, and then he's process of it like, like, I'm
1: not bothered and then he's like oh okay and then right at the end when he like it's almost like he's saying he let him go because the, the, the guy's saying yeah. oh should we put out an APB for him and he's like no we've got people we got 1500 yeah. people coming in it's like no and you can't take that glory yeah. no you're not the good guy at the end you're a knobhead yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I
0: honestly think that's the problem with the stories because Tom Hanks the that whole side of it is really good his situation you know he can't go outside and he knows that he's quite an intelligent guy it's just the conflict of the bad guy. It's yeah. just There's not. There's
1: there's no conflict. He's not. A, he's not enough of a bad guy, is he's he? He's not enough of no? a bad guy. Not enough of a good guy. No. Yeah. Uh, and he's I don't a, think they know. I don't there.
2: think they know who he is. They just he is whoever he needs to be in that scene, and it just makes yeah. a really bad the, character. Yeah.
0: And this is. It's. Yeah. I think with this, it's kind of like Tom Hanks and Spielberg. Oh, this is an amazing concept. Yeah, this will work. We can do this. It's just not executed. Well, two thousand
1: and four really. was when. Spielberg was at the uh, his peak, and Tom it? Hanks. This was after Saving Private Ryan. His and...
2: Tom Hanks's back catalogue at this point was just for the past ten years was hit after hit after yeah. hit. It was you know uh, uh,
0: Castaway, Castaway, Gumb. Forrest
2: Gump, Toy Story One, Toy Story Two, Catch Me If You Can, um, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, like he was bringing in just yeah Hollywood blockbusters, just with his name attached to yeah. it. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, maybe that's that's the fault of this film. Is they both. I think the two. The both can literally do anything they want, and they didn't have enough things getting in the way to make this film to really put some proper passion yeah. into it and uh, start actually questioning what this film's gonna be like. Yeah, yeah.
0: that year, he, uh, Tom Hanks did The Lady Ladykillers, which if you've seen, that was it, terrible it as, as well. This good. was the end um, of his. This was the yeah. end of his streak. Yeah, definitely. And then <laughs> the after, <streak. laughs> it was, it was
2: the end of his streak, and mm. then after that, it was like hit and miss. Uh, and then he started doing like the Da Vinci, Vinci Code. Yeah. The Angels and um, Demons, which is, you know... It's just, ca- oh, he's in uh,
0: cars, but, you know... No, it about... wasn't like his 90s run. No, definitely not. Okay, let's get on the character then. Character. Well, well I, can
2: I, I go... Yeah, you go first. No, you go. Well, this is my main problem with the film, and we're touching it a bit. There's two ways... The concept is really, really interesting, right? Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, and He bought the rights from uh, this this person that went through the same thing. Yep. Uh, But there's two ways that could have went with it. They could have either made this film a really... L- less intelligent, wacky comedy, like situation comedy, like, oh God, a man's living in the airport. What's that going to be like? Oh, yeah. the shenanigans he'll get up to, right? Or they could have went with a more serious version, which is, um, you know, asking the questions of what is it like for a guy to lose his country and be stateless? Yeah. And what does it mean? What does it mean to be a country? What does it mean to be a state? Like, you no, know, it's a very isolating thing he's going through. He's got no one to talk to. He's stuck in a country where he has, he can't, communicate with anyone so it either could have went down that route in a more serious drama or the wacky one and Mm -hmm. again they teetered between the two there and ended up doing neither Yeah, so I just think they could have had a better understanding of what they wanted to do going into the film
1: it's a very vanilla film isn't it yeah. but it, it shouldn't be it's it, quite a serious story it's not funny enough to be a comedy and it's not it's not dramatic it's enough to be a drama yeah, yeah. although I, I did laugh at a few bits in this film but I think it's more only, mostly because it's Tom Hanks I feel like Tom Hanks's thought, performance is the only great, great thing about I, this I, film I, I, I forgot it's, it was
2: Tom Hanks it's a good yeah. performance but I think Tom Hanks is too well known especially at this point in his career to play this part we know he's yeah. not foreign. We know he's Tom Hanks. It's true. We could have got an unknown foreign person uh, to play this, and I yeah. think it would have made it better. Yeah. Because well, we I, know he's putting on an accent.
1: But well, that was what was funny about it to me, was because he was, you know, right at the start when clearly he doesn't know how to speak English, and he's just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Precursion. laughs> he just keeps saying yes. <laughs> see, see I, I, I thought,
0: I kind of, he, he, I forgot it was Tom Hanks most of the way through. It was just like, ah, oh, I've. You know, and I got used to the accent with that, and that. Literally, this is the only good thing I would kind of say. Kind of about it, I don't know. This is
2: the most unquotable film I've ever watched. I can't quote a single thing from it except (laughs) Krakoa.
1: There you go. That's
0: all you need, (laughs) isn't it? Okay, direction
1: execution. Oh, and I want to talk about the characters. Characters. No, keep going then. I'm just gonna slay at the moment. Well, (laughs) I mean, the Catherine Zeta-Jones character is just a bit. Bloody pointless, isn't she? Yeah, she's right. not likable.
2: N- There's no reason for this this rom-com storyline. Get rid yeah. of it. it doesn't yeah. serve anything to the story. It's just an eye candy for Tom Hanks every every other scene. And you could get rid of it, and the film would be fine. It'd probably be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, her the the character she had to work with was terrible. She's defined by her terrible relationships with men. Yeah, she's got nothing to work with. Um, and it's just silly. It's just a silly storyline. <laughs> yeah. That's really true. And then all his mates, st- stupid cartoons that they were, mm-hmm. one gets married to a woman he's never spoken to in
1: yep. the entire film. Oh, don't get started. Right? No, they, the other. They, they, do, they do know each other. Do they? Yeah, secretly, there are, there are yeah. moments in this film that they have met each other.
2: All oh, right. Well, that well, wasn't I, clear I for thought, me. I no,
1: thought no, that no. They, they didn't know each other. I it's thought, very, very subtle. He right. talks about how he met her at a Christmas party and they all go out together
2: because i just thought but it's this,
1: like it's the story the storyline of tom, cut a scene out tom hanks
2: gathering information for yeah. nine months however long he's there for and then this other, this other guy not doing anything I mean, with that information and then one day pulls a ring out and yeah. she goes yes
0: well the thing what when, when when they get married there's still like 40 minutes of the film to go <laughs> and that's when i kind of dropped off for me because i was just like uh why what why is this happening why is this yeah. in this film i don't and they just got married and I didn't see the clues where they kind of knew each other. So if you'd seen them kind of with each other and Tom Hanks is like Tom Hanks's character's like kind of trying to direct them, but they do know each other, but one knows more information than the other yeah. type thing, that would have been better. You need that scene in there. But other than that, I was just like, What what what's going on? I honestly thought I was like, who made this? I was like, is this a Disney film? Because I just thought it turned into that. It, it fe-
1: The the stakes that they raise in the film as well always just seem to get thrown away. Yeah. Uh, so the moment where he, he uh, says to, to the Indian guy and, and the, the the two other dudes, the poker players, oh, we're going to send them all away. We're going to get them fired. They're going to get them deported. Yeah. So he can't. He has to go home at that point. And then, and then the Indian guy runs runs out of the plane and fair enough he, why he stops taking, him why, is, from, why do you take the mop Well, Just leave the mop oh, right? he's got a mop he yeah, wants to attack the, the plane his with his mop I've got nothing against the mop you're <laughs> against, against mops Christian um, <laughs> I'm against the mop like when he goes out to stop the plane from people getting on and stuff it makes sense but what you know the uh, the guy with the glasses Stanley Tucci why, why doesn't he go well I've still got two other guys that <laughs> that I can sack and get put in jail why because one of the three that he that he was using as leverage to, to, to get him home, why didn't he say, Well, all right, but I'm still gonna sack one guy and sack the but other? That that, that he wasn't bad enough. That
2: scene Yeah, well yeah, exactly. exactly. It's, it's, it's it's that scene enough. where he runs with the mob, it completely meaningless gesture. He would just get on another plane. Like it's not it it <laughs> it didn't do
0: anything
1: well, like it, as far it, as he was delayed, concerned. It delayed, it delayed the, the, the plane cruise, from going yeah. home for a couple of hours so
0: he could go to New York. <laughs> but he knew After it was publicly the, shaming no, him in the airport it, it was uh, the plane for Kokosia, <laughs> it, yeah. it was Yeah, it was that place <laughs> it, it, it was that plane so he kind of he didn't know um, and it i suppose it's just a plot device to help the kim go you know what this game. it
1: feels like this could be a really good short film yeah right if if they you get just get rid of all the, strip, minor, strip, characters. Strip the minor characters get and rid of the love interests and all we do is follow uh, what's he called again? Victor. Victor. Victor Noworski. <laughs> and we just follow him trying to survive in an airport. So the moments where he figures out how to get the um the coins from the trolley that's and like really the, good. the bit where he's, you know, and then he goes to Burger King and he's he's figuring it all out. I like when he Class, brings the yeah. chairs together yeah, yeah. and he learns how to survive. It's almost like We're a cast, post-apocalyptic like, like survival it's thing. It's like Castaway. Castaway. Yeah. In an airport. In <laughs> yeah. an airport. Read,
0: you know, that's how the probably pitched this. it's cast away in an airport that's the pitch and they were like but it it, sold."
2: it is an interesting story on a political level right this guy is stateless and he's trapped in an airport you could have had the story with him in the airport and then this government official on like on a strategic Mm. political level going how do we get this person out of the airport and then you've got people
0: protesting outside and that's the interesting
2: part and then you've got like this person trying to find loopholes you know going oh we need I don't know anything but this. Yeah, just they've have localized it when it should be a, a, a bigger film. Yeah. Should have made this. So, the, yeah.
0: the, the only thing is about that is when I was thinking like if the 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 main guy the bad guy whatever he's called what's he called Frank, um, kind of he goes I'll help you. They would just put him up in a hotel in the airport, and then there's no real conflict there. So the, oh. the, the that's that's this other situation it will be in, and that will be even I suppose a lot more boring than this. But the stakes of what we got isn't high enough Yeah. Um, so also it isn't in-
1: high enough for the reward at the end yeah this, so me- yeah. maybe
0: the story doesn't need to be told because the the stakes are just not aren't, aren't high enough well I really I, I thought
1: the the, the 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 strategy he was using in order to survive in the terminal was really interesting yeah it was yeah. but yeah the, and, and the whole bit about him like going and getting a signature from a from a jazz saxophone player
2: no I didn't like that I'll tell you why
1: no i agree I, I just thought it the, was a bit
2: the last 15 minutes we suddenly find out that his life's passion is this jazz person and then that's all the film focuses on it, it yeah. just comes out of nowhere it's left field yeah. it's like you I could mean... have laid in some jazz throughout the whole thing of him like listening to jazz going well it's, and that, it's like, not amazing... him being interested it's, father, it's his dead yeah. well I know well yeah that's a good point but it's still it's come out of nowhere yeah, yeah. And
1: I just um, there's no they could have well, foreshadowed it well, what, first, what, yeah foreshadowed it what I was
0: it. thinking for the, for what was in the tin it was actually his, his dead father and then that would have because you you can't bring ashes into the United States of America without like a warrant and a permit whatever and they would just be like alright there's there's our loophole to arrest him yeah, yeah. and I thought literally that was going to be it I thought his dad's in there and that, that is the conflict they just arrest him because now they've got presidents to, to, to do that that would be good yeah.
2: Tell you what scene I did like before we move on. Uh, the pill scene. That was great. Spot on. Yeah. The where he's helping that guy with the pills. Uh which one was that?
1: Goat. Yeah, goat. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was really good. that was really fun. Like goat. Goat. Yeah. <laughs> no, um. you see, I think Tom Hanks is just so good no, he was, in, he this was in this film. Yeah. I really uh, do. And th- these little moments. But yeah, because um, because we're watching we watched it to talk about it on the podcast. There is so much wrong yeah. with this film that I didn't realize until yeah. just the other day. Um,
0: before we get into like some more of the technical stuff, the the other scene that I really didn't like. I don't want to seem like we're bashing this. So no, I do. Um, I do.
1: No, I, <laughs> I think it's you know what. This would be a perfect Christmas movie you, know, you can to just, ignore
0: you, yeah you know what I feel about Christmas movies um, so the scene that I really Wait, didn't like
1: it, I'm going to check if it's a it Christmas no, movie the
0: scene, the scene that I really didn't like was um, is when he is leaving the airport and everyone follows him in yeah. films I hate that no I, no
2: the reason why I didn't like it everyone suddenly bloody loves him yeah. right there's been no indication throughout well, the whole uh, film that any of these people liked. no, Tom Hanks.
0: I suppose there is because the they've all got like his handprint because he saved that guy from the
1: pills. Oh, I know, but that came out of nowhere yeah, as well. It's kind of yeah, a- yeah. But no, it's rather
2: they've all denied him a job throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. And they didn't give him anything and suddenly he's leaving, they're all yeah. throwing shoes in his face. Like yeah. why why and now just, do I, they care about
0: him? I just there was everyone following him and I hate that in movies. It it. It needs to be a certain type of film, and it's generally a Disney one <laughs> where like everyone decides to band together. But, yeah, because you know what? That doesn't happen <laughs>
2: again. It's just empty gestures. Nothing built to that moment where yeah, that yeah, would yeah. happen. Nothing mm-hmm. was it's, deserved. It's the same where that guy with the mop runs out. It's like nothing built at that moment. There was no stakes there. We knew he wasn't gonna die. There's no. So the audience were like, "Well, he's gonna stop the plane." Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no jeopardy there. There's, he's not gonna. He's not gonna be run over because yeah, there's yeah. nothing in this film that led to
0: to that mm-hmm. idea. Right. Okay, th- let's move on to like cinematography and try and get some positives out of this. Oh, um. he's looked to look at it. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. The, the blocking, like you said the earlier. The
1: blocking and the camera movement. You know,
0: having having that location, I think, is massive. Um, I'm well, pretty it sure they built that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was, so you they... could
1: tell they built that. We'll go into visual effects soon. Yeah, <laughs> um,
0: and, and, and I think having been able to have a, like the 360 view and the wide shots of this, it's yeah. just, you know, only Spielberg could pull and, this off because he's got the reach to do that. And yeah. the amount
2: of people, they're wide shots. There's just hundreds and hundreds of extras. Mm. That must have took some coordination there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I didn't, I don't, think i can fault most of the direction in this film other no. than the acting um but the acting of everyone other than tom hanks because <laughs> <laughs> i think ev- everyone else is well no i think the the most of the side characters are they seem like decent people they seem like characters but they're not built up enough to the bet- no, really again, be people like you say I, 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 cartoons I, I don't think it was their fault might have been but like i just don't think
0: the characters were well it was defined
1: all in, it was all in the bad writing yeah yeah um
0: what's next Well, Well, we've
1: got special slash visual effects. Uh, I've watched this a few times, maybe like four or five times now and only this time watching it on Amazon Prime in 4K Hmm. did I notice the terrible... Uh, blue screen effects of the outside airports, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. and especially the bit where they both throw the pages, and you're supposed to see the the outside with the uh, oh yeah. With yeah, the, yeah, the buildings yeah. and stuff, with the runway, and it just it's just I mean, two D. <laughs> this image. is two
0: thousand and four
1: as well, so it would it just should been be a little easier. bit better than yeah. that, shouldn't yeah. it? it, it <laughs> you know
0: yeah. what would have been better? Just shoot it outside. They, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: they spent all their money building the set, though they had yeah. nothing left.
0: Yeah, uh, I imagine so yeah I mean I suppose we'll get on to ours at age later on but with the effects wise it probably has I mean like what about the editing it's it's two hours and four minutes this
1: I think it had a good pace to it yeah it it did I Um, think they
2: could have took off two hours and four minutes the
0: (laughs) the Catherine City Johnson Um, wait dude
1: you you don't like this (laughs) (laughs) film Um, no, no. No. it wasn't that bad no I, I honestly think the,
0: the pacing and everything no I keep
1: saying that because it, it makes it makes a good podcast
0: <laughs> not because we're all seeing this bad I'm trying to redeem some of this quality um, no Richard likes no, it you're I, in between I,
1: even after all of this I still really like this film <laughs> I don't know there's some there's little moments that just touches in this film that I, I can't I can't hate it maybe I'm just a total Tom, Tom Hanks fanboy oh, I'm a Tom Hanks uh, oh me too I watched, was... I
2: watched Castaway two days before watching this and re-watched it. I watched. I
0: watched Bridges Spies two
1: days yeah.
2: before. I still
1: haven't seen and that's that's
0: that Spielberg and uh, the and the kind of the up the game again and so, they get back to being so good. editing, <laughs> yeah, editing. Um, it was good. Um, I honestly think the, the I mean, I, more the cinematography and stuff. Yeah, and the, the, the in
1: works well because of the camera work. Yeah, and there's it. a
0: lot of long shots, uh, long takes, but then long shots like wide shots where you're like following and the zoom into him being in there so it's like a where's wally type thing trying to find them but with having the set and the camera work the editing allows that um so that's that that is done really well if you have the ability to build a set like this you can you can edit and shoot like this so yeah really good
2: yeah and i think mine's more of the story i suppose but the pacing of the individual subplots
0: were a little off
2: like for example you only saw catherine zeta jones once every 20 minutes
0: uh, well, I suppose because she's in and out of the airport. She, yeah. She's the one that's actually leaving the airport. No one else does. Everyone actually lives there, pretty much. <laughs> but literally, no, you don't see anyone leave the airport apart from her. So I suppose you kind of need to have that. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like, is this the Truman Show type thing? Which <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it could be, couldn't it? Yeah. Um, I mean, you're seeing passengers moving in and out, but other than that, no one actually leaves this place, um, which is quite interesting to see. Um, oh,
1: that's going to be a... Fan theory you're gonna bring up in a bit, isn't it?
0: Yeah, mm, I'll find <gasps> um, well, like, The Matrix. So
1: it might, <laughs> yeah, Well, it might be.
0: It might be an early simulation of the Matrix. See, if, I'll find it. I'll find it. So sound design. <laughs> it's
2: just a one level, and they didn't create anything outside of the terminal. Yeah, so they had to stay in. Yeah. I
1: really like the sound in
2: this film. It was uh, Johnny Wilbo,
1: wasn't it? That's that's the soundtrack. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the sound design. Oh. The Carry Foley. On. Carry on. Foley I'll come the back the s- with that fact in a bit. Sound effects. <laughs> Um but I think it fit the the wacky semi comedy of this. I don't know, it's it feels like a Spielberg sound design. Yeah. Um nothing seemed to be out, out of the ordinary, but I don't know. It, it it fit. There wasn't anything that particularly shone. Um but it certainly sounded like a good film.
2: It sounded like an airport. It's yeah, that's the, yeah, that yeah, it sounded like an, like an airport. There's a lot of
1: activity going on. Yeah. Uh, the one uh, thing I liked in terms of special effects was the, the, the lighting of the aeroplanes waking them up and stuff like that. Yeah. But they should have kept it more like that. There were moments in the visual effects where it was like, oh, that looks bad. <laughs> the Just the, the wide shots at night, seeing it outside. You could tell it oh, didn't look great. Sorry, I've jumped back like four things. All right, what about the soundtrack then? What do you think of the soundtrack? Did you
2: know that it was... Um Johnny Wilbur that did that.
1: Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah It does sound a bit like a uh, war oh, Johnny Boy. Yeah. God, that's the power of power of three, that then. Yeah. That's not the power of two. God, they really fell off at this point, didn't they? Really nice and Spielberg, like, they? And Tom Cat- Hanks.
2: And Catherine Zeta Johns just won an Oscar the year before this. No, what for? She's, uh, an, Oscar she's an Oscar winning actress. She's an Oscar winning actress.
1: Bloody yeah. hell.
2: Um, because. If you look at her career, it's not great. I don't know how she's like uh, the, the star that she is. Yeah, right, and so from Chicago, she did this. Role. She's probably
1: someone's niece. Yeah. Probably.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> well, I, she did Zorro. That was like what shot at a film. Yeah, I yeah. took I took a, a, a first date to see Zorro too. Did once. you mean? How did oh, it go? That was it. I should. was I was with that person for a while. All oh, right. So, so say uh, that don't say Zorro, oh, Zorro. It's supposed to be a joke. But- <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Don't say Zorro. Too, yeah. I thought it was going to be a musing anecdote, no. but no. you Let's <laughs> um, <laughs> move on. To- I,
1: I, I quite like the soundtrack in this film. I like the 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 motif in it. It felt it felt like his Krakosian sort of like I don't know, yeah. strange. But the music you played at the start of this segment, Eastern European. Yeah, Eastern European. Mixed with Johnny Johnny Williams. Yeah.
2: No, it was good. It was, it was Spielberg. It was just one of those things that feels safe and homely and nice. and Yeah. And yeah, you can't really criticise it.
1: I, right. don't, I really don't understand how, how they miss the boat so much with this film. I don't know. You got Spielberg, Tom Hanks, War Johnny Wilbur.
2: And a, like a true story, like a, a film yeah. based on a... And
1: And how they managed to turn it into this pseudo-Disney... We don't know what it is. Rubbish? Maybe (laughs) it's just 2004. (laughs) You look at the um, the, the front cover of this as well, and it looks like a 2004 DVD cover. Yeah. With the, the, the white around it and the blocks of people's faces, and it just doesn't look...
2: Yeah, so this is based on a story by, uh, let me get it up. It's a true story. Um, True story. The the guy
0: actually landed in... um, Paris, wasn't it? Paris, yeah, Paris. Paris. He's
1: trying to get to the UK.
0: Yeah, he's trying to get to the UK um, and reportedly paid uh, £250,000 for the story. But
2: interestingly, they didn't mention that in any of their marketing material. You know, nowadays it'd be based on a true story story, and have, you know, in the press. Might go a bit more pull into it. In the press leading up to it, there'll be stories of the actual person and and nowhere in the entire film, in the credits, was this person mentioned.
1: Maybe because they bastardized the story so much.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's still, even just for marketing reasons, it's a a pull, isn't it? Mm
1: -hmm. Okay, what else do you want to talk about? How would you do it differently? Oh, All right, well, Christian, we don't have all day, so how would you not do it differently? No, how what would you do would it differently?
2: Keep? Like I mentioned at the beginning, you either go with this wacky comedy or you go with this serious drama and talk yep. and, and dealing with that side of things. The, yep. the more interesting political questions, I would go down that route and get rid of all the, the wacky subplots and get rid of Catherine Zeta-Jones and the love, the love story and just focus on, on the story of him being stateless and how he get out of that situation. I think that would be fun or a better film yeah, that's, Rob, my, yeah that's, that's my way
0: yeah I mean I completely agree Just you just need a few more sticks you need people to be yeah. bad guys yeah you need bad guys to be bad guys
1: I would just I would just cut it into a 35 minute short film <laughs> and put it on YouTube yeah I think it'd be a great short film we enter the world of this guy who has to survive in an airport because he has no country and we get to see all the all the ways he works out how to do things. Yeah. I really like the, the moments where you find out like he's he's got uh building experience, so he just like Yeah he start, you know, he's clever enough to, to turn the lights off by pulling the um switches out and stuff like that. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he he sets up his own little haven, which you I don't d- really see but do like, you know when hard, he's, what do you he's, mean like his little hair yeah, yeah there isn't enough of that is there no there isn't when
0: enough of him actually like trying to survive oh, I'll
1: tell you another no. thing uh, it seems like they only wrote in the uh, the guy with the moustache the guy in red mm-hmm. because otherwise uh, our Tom Hanks character literally you just would have starved to death wouldn't he yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like it's oh true. he's worked out how to eat burgers it's, yeah it's But like then they it, reverse engineered but this. then they got rid of it but all oh, right, right when well, I would put a character in who becomes friends with him who sorts the food out
2: yeah, yeah. Say, so, yeah. all
1: right, well why why doesn't he just why isn't he just struggle, then work it out, and then now he knows how to eat, but there's something else that gets in the way. Yeah. But instead it was like, Oh, this gets in the way, but it's solved. All right, well now let's unsolve it again <laughs> and let's solve it again.
0: Um so has it would you do it differently?
1: Any Yeah, you just said. Yeah, just I would just it? make it a short so film. I've been listening.
0: Um <laughs> Has it aged them?
1: Yeah, I think very badly. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. definitely over... Everyone's
2: very, especially Catherine J. Jones, she's very soft focus. Mm-hmm. She's flawless in this thing, right? Yeah. She seems like Maybe a different that's lighting. Point. Yeah, that's different like... lighting to
0: everyone else. I mean, in like old Hollywood films, that's what they used to do. The, the... I know, but it's,
2: it seems aged now
0: though Yeah, when they did, do that. Uh, yeah, definitely when they do it now. Because um, it
1: doesn't look vintage enough, but it certainly doesn't look modern. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. in this weird, post-90s, horrible yeah. Yeah. moment of, yeah. Uh, of cinema. Yeah. <laughs> um. I wonder if they got any sponsorship for
2: this film because obviously they Starbucks built this set, set from scratch. Yeah, there's a had, lot of product But they placement. had all of these chains and the whole thing. Yeah, the w- so I'm wondering I how much money, the it, if they approached Burger King, for example, to be in the film and how much money they got from that and Starbucks and all those other shops going in.
0: Oh, yeah. They would have added millions that to their thing. budget, surely. Yeah, yeah, the budget was uh, 60 million. Okay. It was. Um, and How the, much did that go on the set? Um. Probably most of it, to be honest. If... Yeah, I'm not too sure about that, but the, it actually made two hundred nineteen million, uh, worldwide, which is a pretty damn good profit. And actually, uh, sixty million on a film like this, building a full set like that, that's quite impressive. It's, yeah, it is. Um, yeah, very impressive in fact. So. Um, so has it
1: aged? Yeah, I would say so. It certainly yeah. feels like two thousand four, doesn't it? Yeah. Alright, fun facts, trivia, fan theories. Rob,
0: um, his country never actually existed. Nope. All Fictional. Um, they made it for the film yep and I have there was a a scene cut from the film and obviously um, what's he called Um, Tom Hanks' character Victor Victor you know he's trying to learn like uh, he's trying to learn English and he kind of knows some American references
1: I see that's another thing I really liked about the film was he Uh he picked up two tour guides of New York one in Russian or Russian, yeah. yeah. and one in English, and then like just worked it out. Friends, hit <laughs> <Friends. laughs> TV yeah, show, friends. friends.
0: Yeah, Well, with this, yeah, they cut a scene out where he, it's kind of a bit of a reference to E.T. So obviously the the reference to E.T. is phone home. Okay. Um, in this, he actually says home phone, home phone. Uh, so he gets it uh, wrong, right. uh, but Spielberg cut it out because obviously he's kind of referencing his own film, yeah. which he kind of doesn't that'll like to That would be do. a bit
1: Yeah. narcissistic, wouldn't it? I suppose Uh, but yeah and yeah that's about it really I mean it's did you like the bit where he was uh, plastering the wall and he was having a dance and then the guy was like What's he doing? I don't know what he's doing. Mm. Well, tell him to stop. No. Uh, no, he's like, ask him what he's doing. I can't ask him what he's doing. I've got to tell him what I'm, what, he, what he should be doing. Otherwise, I look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that was good, yeah. I mean, yeah. that whole scene of him like um, plastering the wall and, and doing all of the coven and everything like that and it's like a really good work. It's like, uh, that's he's, why, he's got skills. He's a very intelligent guy. Yeah, but it's
2: so good. We're but learning
1: more about the character.
2: Unrealistic. It's my only thing.
1: I mean, Are I suppose... You, that's so racist. You're saying Krakotians, don't know. <laughs> um, no, I
0: see. I like that because at least you're learning about that. He's, he's good with his hands. Um, he's, you know, he's an intelligent guy with yeah. the, the kind of... his and learning up, English. Up
1: until that point, we didn't know who he was. We yeah. just knew he was a guy who couldn't really function. Yeah. So at, at that point, uh, because of the language barrier, he could have easily have just been a stupid person.
0: Yeah. Um, so you're building all of these things for him to, you know, use them at the very end. But the very end goal is just not satisfying enough. There's nothing really there, you know, it's just the whole bad guy thing. And he's not really, I don't really feel like he's in any peril at any time. I mean, when he is eating crackers and like mustard and tomato sauce. We well, never actually see him put one of them in his mouth. Oh, he always yeah. gets knocked out of his hand. Oh, really? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. definitely in Tom Hanks' contract that he's not eating something <laughs> like that. So, yeah. Okay, so
2: I suppose I would say no. I would say watch this film still. I did enjoy it. It's like it's a Spielberg film, isn't it? You can just pop it on. Do and you think
1: that's why you were disappointed with it? Because you were expecting I was expecting it to more. Yeah, I, I was expecting oh. more because
2: yeah. I didn't know anything about it going in. Um, I had no idea that Tom Hanks and played then this part when I, one of the calls wa- suggests it. I was expecting it to be. I watched it. And I, I honestly thought Tom Hanks was playing a character in the film. Like I thought he was going to snap out of the accent at any second and just be Tom Hanks. <laughs> and go, I was only um, messing
0: with you. I would, I would say, don't watch this film. Um, if I went to the cinema and seen this, I would have been like, I've just wasted like ten quid or whatever it is.
2: Yeah, there's better yeah. films to spend two and a half hours on. Two and a bit hours.
0: Yeah, and it, it, it I am. I, afterwards, I'm like, should I like this film because it's Tom Hanks and Spielberg? And it, it's normally like you should like this, but I, I, I don't. yeah I would say don't watch it which is I wouldn't normally say that about films I just don't think you're gonna you can learn anything from this apart from the bad guy not being the bad guy and the stakes not being too high but they are would you say
1: that this is the perfect Netflix and chill movie
0: yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I suppose is Is that why you didn't like it
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) you weren't paying attention (laughs) K-Dog All right, but what film I would recommend is next week's film choice. See that good segue there?
1: I would also recommend next week's film in choice. Next week's film choice But is... it's up to Rob to uh, recommend this film. So, Rob, what are you going to recommend? <laughs> uh, well, since I haven't seen it, um, there will be blood. There certainly will. There um, will be blood. We've got I've... Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel the guy Day-Lewis. who can literally play a chair. Yeah,
2: He can. Directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah.
1: It's got that guy from uh, those films in.
0: Yep, it's got them guys from them. The, the... Girl bands. Next Door. Yep. and He I, was in I, that. I feel like um, if you run a film theory uh, YouTube channel and you break down films um, and talk about them, if this isn't in every single film theory video you make, do you even make film theory
1: videos? Because it seems <laughs> yeah. to be... Have you Have you seen this yeah you've almost seen this film
0: yeah because of all of this it's just little in every breakdown video there's a reference to this cinephiles love this yeah they always go back to it so it's a proper
1: lap up movie isn't it so it's (laughs) i'm I'm
0: very interested to see because i've seen bits of it i kind of know what the story is but i don't even think that's the point of this film no it's not it's It's not yeah yeah. so but i know that about it. it's a film to be experienced yeah cool i'm looking forward to that actually
2: Cool, so tune in next week. Watch the film if you want to watch the film and get involved in the conversation. All right, that was it for You, you Haven't Seen That. It. We have now. <laughs> we have now. And we're going to move on to trivia. So it's 3-1 to Richard. We're playing One Star Boulevards. Here is your next film. One Star. Uh, this movie is stupid and overrated. Ben Ad Fleck is not an A-lister A-list actor and they should stop trying to make him one. That was really hard Batman? to read. This doesn't give anywhere, any uh, indication Before what Before you said is. who was in that, I was going to say <laughs> Is it, is right? it uh, Argo? It's not. Do you want to just keep ge- guessing Ben Adfleck films? Gone Girl. It is Gone Girl. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I really like that film. Uh,
1: I had an extra guess there, so okay. I'm going to null this point.
0: Oh, that's very That's, I'm very, be fair. Yeah, that's very. kind of you. <laughs> check <him> out. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything like it because I always get beat, so... Alright, next film. One out of
2: five stars. Um, I didn't like this film because I don't like seeing rats in the kitchen. Completely. Right. Yes. Ratatouille. Woo! Rob, you need me faster on the buzzer here.
0: Yeah. Not, have I seen Ratouille? No, I haven't seen Riot to
1: Ratatouille. Oh, Rider is a brilliant yeah. film. <laughs> that's yep. what
0: you said about the terminal.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh,
2: this next film is two out of five stars. Ooh. Oh. Um, I felt disconnected with this character, so I fully I couldn't fully get into the film. I'm sorry, I just don't have the patience or time to deal with people who stutter. It's annoying, and I feel like they should stop trying to speak. <laughs> they oh should just <laughs> they should just write things down on paper. This person's very. Oh cruel. my god,
1: the King's Speech! It was the, the king's, king's Speech. speech yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, I've the, seen that. That's good. That is a good film. That's it for this round. Cool. That was three films. Rob, step up your game, mate. Aye. Uh-huh. Right, <laughs> moving on to i'm told
0: you i've got me plan man <laughs> <laughs> i'm to get beat right, you can persevere with that plan pack. if you I want i'm gonna
2: uh, moving on to this week's q and a we've got two questions from jared johnson and uh teddy
0: we've got two questions
1: uh-huh. hi wow so jared- <laughs> these Ch- are two questions that we couldn't answer last, week, last week because we had three questions
2: what <laughs> i know uh so jared johnson sent in a question last week. He says, here's a question. Do you guys keep uh, notes, ideas for future films or videos, whether it be a notebook or a phone? So he's just asking how you keep notes and and manage your ideas.
1: Yes,
0: we do keep notes.
1: Yeah, I I, I recently started talking to my phone because it's got that, uh, hey, Google, okay, Google thing. uh, And I realised you can say note to self and then start saying something and it'll automatically voice recognise it and send it as an email. So whenever I get any sort of idea for... Anything creative, I'll talk to my phone and tell it to get it down. I write notes for most stuff. I draw little pictures, random crap. If I'm, if I've got a script that I want to write, I'll over. I'll write the notes in Caltex so then I can just start expanding on it. So all of my incomplete mm-hmm. uh, script script drafts are in there as well. Yeah. Do
2: you have them in like a folder somewhere? Going, you know, scripts, video ideas. Like yeah. how do you how do you organize them?
1: well my scripts are in caltex they're yeah, all in there okay. i've got photo ideas they're just literally drawings right. of stuff uh and then other things i don't know uh i've got a trello for some stuff as well yeah
0: S- same here um i use google drive that's where all me like writing documents are just because it's a safe place and i get access to anything on any device so if i have an idea i just kind of type it down um i've kind of recorded myself as well like you're rich just got a voice recorder on your phone or whatever and you just
1: yeah if something's you know, like in your head yeah, and you uh, need to get it out you there just, you just it, so you don't forget um,
0: sometimes it's just notes in a notepad and i'll i might go back to them in 10 years time and go oh, i remember that idea i'll yeah. go what was i thinking <laughs> type thing, um and try and expand it there but it's just constant just any idea and uh, anything and
1: that, that could be anything yeah really. and, and yeah. i think
0: you should always write this down because when i haven't and they're just in your head you'll think about them for a week and you have to get them, then you have to get them written down, or you forget about them. So it's 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 good to just get them out of your head and then you look at them on the paper and go, ah, it's not so good. Or, no, it's, good. yeah, I can expand this. So. Yeah,
1: I've got a notebook and a, and a pen yeah. in my bedside cabinet yeah. ready because half the time when I'm falling asleep, I'll think of the best idea ever. Yeah. I, I carry, <laughs> then I'll write it down.
0: I carry a notebook with us every day just for. Any idea, even if and it's... And
1: girls' phone, phone All right.
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, thanks for the question, JJ. Um, if you want to follow JJ on Twitter, his username is Asian Jared. Uh, question number two this week is from Iridescent Productions. Teddy. Teddy. Teddy boy. James. And his question is, how do you make time for filming and client work when you worked on other jobs before leaving them?
1: So I think he came up with this question because we spoke about how we had part-time jobs a while right. ago.
2: So he says, sorry, to finish it, he says, as someone who works in the army, works at B&Q and still in education, I'm finding it very hard to make time to get out there for filming.
0: Well, you, that's a, you're doing quite a lot as well, aren't you? So
2: yeah.
1: um, I mean, if, if you're not giving filming the priority of your time, it's going to be difficult. Um, one thing I learned a while ago was instead of saying I don't have time for something, just change that phrase to... I'm not going to prioritise that. And then you start to realise what is the priority over filming something. And a lot of the time I was saying, oh, I don't have time to do this. Well, I do have time. I just have to not do something else instead. And that is difficult when you're in the army working at B&Q and still in education. It's a lot of things. There's only so many hours in the day. Mm -hmm. You just got to try and find it if you can. Mm -hmm. Sacrifice your weekends. But I I guess filming, if uh, if you're not having fun and using it in in your... uh spare time anyway what are you doing
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true no it's i mean we both had uh part time jobs uh whilst we're kind of making films and doing client work um and then we have to now we have to find the balance of doing client work and making films um sometimes we don't have any client work so you take the advantage of that and just concentrate on the work we have got to do yeah um which is kind of nice sometimes and then when the client jobs come in some of them are really good and amazing that we work on but sometimes it's just like right uh you're doing the client work but you realize what's the even the most important thing and that's getting back to making films yeah so you know when you can get to that point it, you know you're still realizing um you know there's this i'll come up with this, but it's like do a a a job that's got kind of a mundane task so when you do after work when you go and do your passion what you really like to do and you'll you'll enjoy it more yeah. um and you'll you'll want to get up really early before you go to work and then afterwards as well so do what you are here to find what you love yeah there's there's the same get there. that on a t-shirt Chris, christian Foreman, 2018.
1: <laughs> teddy's actually asked us a few more questions if you has scroll he... down
2: oh yes he he's asked Sorry, us was... th- three in one <laughs> goes he says, "Ooh, one more thing. Are you guys on that social media thing called V roll?" Um, what, he- what the heck is this? Oh,
0: V-roll? It's, it's everyone sign up. This we actually have an account, which I Do signed, we? <laughs> yeah, um, people were going nuts about it, and I was just like, "I'll get on there." So, quickly. what is it? Um, it's like a. It's. It looks like it's in between a mixture of Twitter and Instagram, and it's the new thing.
1: So oh yeah I saw I saw the confirmation email for that. Yeah. And I thought I thought you signed us up to like a a, a creative industries Tinder because it was like building relationships That's what with other people, is, yeah. <laughs> That's what it
0: really is. Um but it's it's kind of they've advertised themselves as uh the feed is, you know, what Instagram and Facebook used to be, you know, none of that. I'm just like in 5 years time you'll just convert and go to like the normal feeds which showing you the most popular yeah thing and not in order um it but at the minute I'm looking at it and for me it looks like it's all over the place yeah but so I need to really look into it. we have an account we haven't used it um we might start posting on it I don't know I don't know what it is I just signed us up because I wanted the name <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: so <laughs> snatch it yeah do we have one time for one more question yeah we do I don't know why I'm asking that we can go on as long as we want. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Teddy asks for the f- uh, third and final question, any more useful tips for creating showreels? For example, what to include, how long each clip should be and so on. He's going to start working on a new one and his old one is a bit shite. <laughs> <laughs> well, you <laughs> you,
1: you want to get it as short as you can. Yeah. We try to get it to like 60 seconds because then you're really critically thinking about all all of your work. Um, Do not
0: you, make a, a three-minute showreel.
1: Yeah, three-minute showreel, just the, the, the number three colon zero zero is going to put off so many people and if you're you're going in for a job and you're sending your showreel uh someone can spare 59 seconds but three minutes if everyone's sending a three minute showreel they're going to want to look at the ones that are 40 seconds first um your body of work obviously has to be the best stuff first and i think after the you've shown 10 projects. If they're the ten best projects, all the projects after that are simply just not gonna be good enough compared to what you've already showed. Mm-hmm. So don't bang everything in there and try not to be um too uh precious with your shots as well. Like if you really love one project and you're just showing it all the time, um, it kind of just shows that you're you're not willing to to drop it and think about it logically. Uh I always hate it when I watch show reels and it's like a really cool project that's that's come up in the first ten seconds and then you see like another minute of stuff and then it goes back to that. And I'm thinking, well, all right, it's a different shot and it's a different scene in that in that film or in that project that they've put, but it's the same project, like why am I seeing it again? I can I can just look at the whole project. Yeah. In a link below.
0: Um for example if you're gonna do like if you've got drone stuff in you, your show reel as well as over footage, um, if you've shown us like four shots of a drone like over a beach or the same building it doesn't really matter we know that you can frame up on a drone to show one um same with slider shots and jib shots and anything like that you know interviews you know you can if you do a lot of interviews show four in a row within like within a variety for you know yeah yeah, and then they can get you oh you can shoot an interview you know different types and styles um one thing that i did with ours this was before instagram allowed you to post one minute videos they only used to allow you to put 15 seconds down and I got our show rail down to 15 seconds and I cut so much out of it but it was just the stuff that I was personally really proud of shows off the skill the most and that's all that was needed. So yeah. make two versions. Um, make a one minute version and make a fifteen second version, and then you'll know. You'll what's, see yeah, what's actually important. What's actually important in fifteen seconds is not a long time at all. It's very difficult, but you'll show that you can't be precious about it. So
1: and it's worth building a couple of different re- very short showreels reels for specific uh, clients as well. So, um, uh, a small business that wants. Um, like Talking Heads and B roll, isn't gonna be bothered about your music video experience. No. Same as uh, a band isn't gonna be bothered about um. A sit down interviews. A a sit B-roll, down yeah. interviews and B rolls. And so, same with Wednes. If you do Wednes, just have a Wen one. Yeah, so your general general release show reel can can be that one minute piece. But uh, yeah, if you wanna, you should really target your audience if you can. If if you if you've got a bunch of different clients you're working with, you can pick out the showreel that most suits them. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Cool. Thanks for the advice guys. Also send your show reel over.
1: Yeah. And we'll uh we'll give you some feedback on it. Tell you what to chuck out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um if you have any questions you'd like to ask, you can find us on Twitter at the film Look, and you can ask us anything there. It doesn't have to be film rating related. You can just be I don't know. No just in general like ask whatever us anything you want you like, yeah. whatever you want like Uh okay. <laughs> Do we have one more round of trivia? We do, don't we? We'll, let's let's we do wrap I this don't up. know what the score is. I don't know. I think, I think you've lost.
1: It's 5 1. Yeah.
0: We'll 5 1.
2: Five, one. Um, we need to wrap this up because we're now currently sitting in the dark because it's gotten dark <laughs> yeah, since it's it's dark. we started. <laughs> we forgot to put any <laughs> being, lights on. <laughs> being illuminated by our laptop screens. <laughs> 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 so uh, here's the first one for One Star Boulevard. Uh, one Star. Creepy Creep makes candy uh, with slave workforce. Well, you want Guy uh, in the Chocolate Factory. Yep. Number two. <laughs> I love Ryan Roberts. But I hope someday his children don't see this film. Uh, Green Lantern. Nope. Rob. Mm, what was it? Ryan Roberts. Yep, I'm just reading verbatim here.
1: One Hour Photo. No.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know. Something Ryan Reynolds in. Yep. Um, Deadpool. It was Deadpool. Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last
2: one. Uh, two out of five stars. Um, the title, I'm not going to say it out loud, the uh, Title has the potential to be a five star movie, yet it loses a star because Daffy Duck is underutilized.
0: Um, Space Jam? Space Jam! Get in, I love that film. Oh, <laughs> oh man, gosh, I should have mentioned that for the podcast next week. Space Jam? <laughs> oh that's weird can you read that second from last one again
2: I love Ryan Roberts yeah but I hope someday his children don't see this film
0: <laughs> you can say that about any actor <laughs> like <laughs> like you don't want your kids look seeing... this is the game Rob alright you yeah, need to guess the right film <laughs> you don't want your kids most kids seeing most of the films you make like I'm sure Daniel Day-Lewis doesn't want any kids to see uh, There Will Be Blood and no, I've not even seen it Sorry, rant over. He no, doesn't have fine. kids.
1: He plays his own kids. No, right, I
2: okay. think they're talking about a particular, it's quite a violent sex scene, but not a violent one, but a passionate one halfway through the film, isn't it? Yeah, there's
0: loads of those. Yeah. Anyway.
2: Anyway, let's wrap up so um, we can turn some lights on.
0: Yeah. So thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We will be watching there will be blood next week. I haven't seen it these two have so I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that. Christian might be here, he might not be dependent. Um, so if you want to come on the podcast, let us know. We might be able to get you on here somehow. Yeah, we
1: might be able to sack
0: Christian can, can again. We like Skype, you can stop sacking us. Yeah. Right, I don't like it, right? Um, it's not
2: <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. So it's disrespectful. I did I put a poll out <laughs> I put a
1: poll out on Twitter thinking it would be a really funny joke and all I the listeners it, would join in. No, but everyone, uh, literally everyone. One said, "Keep pristine." <laughs> I felt really bad after that.
0: <laughs> Apart from me, which I didn't notice. Oh, was oh,
1: that uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks for watching,
0: <laughs> listening to this week's podcast, where we do try and achieve it one shot at a time. And until until next time, see you later. Bye bye.